Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every marriage has three rings. The engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the bickering. We're here to settle the fights that don't matter and have no winner. It's the Three Rings Podcast with another new argument. Welcome to another episode of the Three Rings Podcast. My name is Phil. And I'm Lauren. And we are... Married for right now, but you're annoying me. Wow. <laughs> so we're off to a great start on this week's episode. Well, he's making fun of me for screwing up the intro last week, and he made me try and do it a couple times, and I told him I didn't want to, but he tried to make me do it anyways. And she didn't, and here I we refused. are. I yeah. Yep. So we're, we're here. So uh, <laughs> with that kind of fiery passion that you're bringing to the episode already... It's going to be quite a barn burner this week when we talk about the best decade in music. Yeah. Which we're both very passionate about music. We are. Uh, We have differing tastes, kind of. Well, that was not a... That was not a word. No, it's kind of a Venn diagram. Yeah. So there are a lot of things that that we're, we're good on. And then yeah. other things we just... My love for Dolly Parton and your love for uh, Slipknot. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, the things that... the two opposite ends of the spectrum, but... Yeah. You're, you're... Do you remember when you were super into Hollywood Undead and I wanted to throw myself out of the car every time you turned them on? Today? Yeah. <laughs> and still into Hollywood Undead. Like, don't yeah, pretend that it's something that... I still want to throw myself out the car whenever it comes on. Have you seen a Hollywood Undead show? Yes, many. I went to many with you. Did you? Yes. I don't remember dragging you to Hollywood Undead shows, oh, but they're so much fun. Multiple. They are so much fun. I've and, been to at least three. And here, here's the thing, too. They are actually very nice guys. Yes, they are nice. Super Yellow Wolf nice. was nice. I'd still rather like listen to, like I don't know, Yeah, you just people had, you had like, a bad experience at that show. Ugh, that show. That show was really bad. rough. Bad. But uh, yeah, we're. I mean, we'll not, he not wasn't bad. He, was he wasn't bad. The crowd, the crowd was, bad. was so yeah, bad. The crowd sucked. <laughs> I don't want to like. I, I mean, will. I will admit to that. Yeah, the crowd I, I bad respect. I respect Yellow Wolf. Hate his music. I respect I don't him. Get that. But his fans are some of the worst fans I have ever come across in my entire life. I mean, I, they are I, right I, up there with Kid Rock fans. Ooh, <laughs> we can see a trend here. Yeah, like got something against you got something against white rappers, honey. I think my issue is more so with most rock rappers than it is white rappers. Okay. Like, I don't like... Would would we call, like, Limp Biscuit? Limp Biscuit is different. That's new metal. God, I hate new metal. Okay, like that. All right. Well, you are not going to enjoy this <laughs> at all okay, as we so talk like, about the best your, decade of music. What's your take? Like, tell me. I already know what it is, but... Uh, my take for the best decade in music is the 2000s. Like, like early aughts or two, like... 2000 th- up to 2010. Like... Okay. That is the best decade in music. So, so for us from age 10 to 20. Yeah. So... Uh, just the, the three things that I'll hit on, uh, mainly because of the different genres and artists that came out of that decade. 
um, the nostalgia, which is always a big point, but also uh, the music industry as a whole with things like iTunes, streaming services, and uh, everything leading up to the creation of what we have right now with things like Spotify and Apple Music and all the sorts. So that's why I think okay. the 2000s all right. is the best decade in music. What do you got? I am going with the 1970s. Okay. Which is not something that we lived through, maybe in a past life. but uh, like Definitely in a past life. <laughs> but I am um, going with the 1970s because of the diversity of content and genres. Like, the 70s, like, heralded the birth of, like, disco, folk, funk, like, these... I mean, folk was... That's ar- arguable, but, like... Yeah. Um, I am also going to go with the 1970s because um, it kind of heralded... Um, modern rock music. Okay. And I am um, going to choose that one because I think it's been extremely influential on music today. And um, it's also an extremely, it, it is an extremely popular decade of music. So that's, these are my, these are my takes. Okay. All right. Well, I am, I am eager to hear your uh, your takes for the 1970s because I will say that every single decade has something positive to it yeah. with music and everything is built upon from there so uh, we're not necessarily shitting on other decades it's more about just what we think is the best one so yeah there are bands from the 80s and 90s that mm-hmm. we love like yeah yeah so but. I I am I'm eager to hear. So, do you want me to start? Is that is that? Where... I w- yeah, I okay. would love. I'd love for you to start. Okay, yours so... came first, so you can go first. <laughs> Age before beauty. Yes. <laughs> um, I am. So, I'm choosing the 1970s, and obviously, like, I am heavily influenced by like my uh, the style of music that I like today, yep. and like some of my favorite artists and records. Like, I would say that with. Um, uh, I'm so bad at remembering names, but like, um, Andrew Bird's "Break It Yourself," mm-hmm. uh, the Ava Brothers' "I and Love and You," and Fleetwood Mac's "Rumors" are probably my three all-time favorite records. Just like they, they are like my if I if I were on a desert island and I could only bring three, those would be the three that I would choose. Yeah, they are very stylistically similar and heavily influenced by the 1970s well i mean yeah. the rumors came out in the 1970s yeah it's from so, the like, 70s so yeah. that one makes sense so this is obviously heavily influenced by just my personal taste yeah. but well, mine will be as well yeah but, the 1970s yeah. um were the, all of the top music from the 1970s is incredibly diverse they're like dance oriented um like sounds like disco but it's also to like the rock like i said the birth of rock but they also are extremely diverse in their content like if you have an interest then there is something from the 1970s that's for you so they they touched on um you know bringing about a better world there's a lot of like protest anthems that came out in the 70s um breaking free about drugs there's like you've got like the lighter poppier dancey stuff um, you know, there's a, songs about superstition and like kind of the occult and like it's just if you if there's a topic that you want to touch on, the 1970s has something for you. Okay. So um, that's my first point. My second point is 
1971, the Beatles broke up. That was the the year that they dissolved. And you're picking this for the best decade of music. The I, greatest I, I, band, arguably, of all time. And I know that there are like, a lot of people our age that like the shit on the Beatles, but like Myself whether you included. like whether you like the Beatles music or you don't, you have to yeah. you have to agree that modern pop music exists because of the Beatles. Yeah. Again, they arguably the biggest band to ever exist the most in all influential time. band of like a hundred percent i i cannot stand listening to the beatles hate listening to the beatles but modern I am pop in, songs are written because of the 100%. way that john lennon and paul mccartney wrote pop they songs. were they were geniuses they created did they the steal most, some stuff yeah but, you know every um, artist does but yeah, they exactly. were incredibly influential and music today would be completely different had so, they not existed so i would argue what the beatles did for pop music bands in the 1970s did for rock music okay. like you hear especially in the like straight rock music that you and i like like the things that we would say are like true, genuine rock music today. Mm-hmm. So White Reaper, I would say. Um, yeah, they do pull a very seventies kind of sound. Royal Blood. Yeah. The Foo Fighters. Yeah. All all heavily influenced by the nineteen seventies. Yeah, uh, I would say a lot of bands from the sixties and seventies in rock music are really yeah. the focal point for today. Also, in the nineteen seventies, like. The offshoots of rock music, like all of the different types of like rock music that we have, mm-hmm. came out of the seventies. So, um, we you got like hard and soft progressive rock. You got punk, um, folk influenced mm-hmm. rock, glam rock, southern rock. Mm-hmm. Um, metal came out of the nineteen seventies. Uh, like reggae influence rock, kraut rock, like all of these different types of rock music came out mm-hmm. of the 1970s. So, like, we owe the diversity of rock music, and some would say your entire job, yeah. to the bands of the 1970s. Yeah. Um. So it's an extremely, extremely popular era of music. Um. You and two, like, you could look at. It still had an influence on pop music as well. Mm-hmm. You look at like popular songs of the past like ten years, like Get Lucky, Uptown Funk, all very heavy seventies influence. Yeah, very but, disco. Um, Rolling Stone's most recent list of the five hundred greatest albums of all time had thirty five releases from the sixties, forty one from the seventies in their top one hundred. Um, so those were the most. Those were the two heaviest. In the top 100. Okay, and while while I will not disagree with that, the one thing that I will point out that I do disagree with is from surveys conducted in 2003 and in 2009. Okay. So, but 2009 is right at the end of the. Yeah, but I mean, we're also in 2020 at this point. Okay. So that was. That's fair. I was also going to bring up the point, like, I do have to acknowledge that, you know, we, the majority of the people in the world, or the majority of the people in our country right now are baby boomers, Mm -hmm. which this is right in their wheelhouse. So this is going to have some influence, but like that, and like you, you brought up, I know you touched on nostalgia, but this is like the 1970s is. is nostalgic for me because it's like the type of music that my dad in particular 
like really loved and mm-hmm. it's what I remember my mom and dad playing for me especially like especially Fleetwood Mac who you know I absolutely love but Carly yeah. Simon um Carol King was like a little bit more in the 60s but she had stuff in the 70s too mm-hmm. and like you know um Elton John was a huge one in our house but also like country music like Dolly Parton stuff from the 1970s like that was really big like in our house so I mean it is yeah. nostalgic for me too so I will acknowledge that yeah and I mean outside of being nostalgic for you it's nostalgic for like your parents yes absolutely and yeah anybody that grew up in yeah, the 70s I, like my parents that's were born going... in 64 and 67 so this is like yeah. the music from their childhood yeah that's gonna be right in right in their wheelhouse for that so mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, it brings up a lot of points. I I got nothing against any of that, to be fair, other than the fact that I don't think that it's better than the 2000s. I think that the 2000s had way more impact, uh, not just on... You know, but like we can't music even measure general. the long-term impact of... Some of it you can. Long-term? Long-term? We're talking... The fact that the 70s are, are still influencing music today... I mean, some of the songs that that came out in 2000, remember, are now 20 years old. Like, some of these things have a huge impact. But an era of impact. music from 50 years ago. Okay, pick something from, you know, the 1930s that people would still listen to. Like, you can't, you can't just base it on the year. Like some of these, some of the songs from I the two thousands could potentially be. I'm just saying this. Thirty like, years later, this, this fine. theory isn't. Um, it's not time something tested. No, in the so, same way. Some of it, yes. Twenty years is a good chunk of time for some of these songs if they're still around and people are still talking about them. Twenty years later, I also later, will say that I feel like still pretty good. And I. I don't mean this to be offensive but i also don't not mean this to be offensive okay. but the early 2000s were like the heyday for like dude bro music you know what i mean which like welcome to my part of the conversation baby <laughs> let's oh, no. fucking get into it <laughs> okay you want to talk about the different genres and artists <laughs> that came out of the 2000s um just for my personal taste Emo and pop punk was a huge thing that surged in the 2000s. So bands like Blink-182 and Fall Out Boy, uh, it was kind of the resurgence of Green Day. Um, Not that they really needed a resurgence, but American Idiot uh, was huge. My Chemical Romance, Paramore, Panic at the Disco, Jimmy World, all in that emo rock and pop punk kind of realm. Um, But the arguably one of the biggest genres to come out of the 2000s and changed rock music completely was new metal as much as you want to hate on it new metal fuck boy anthem everywhere like jesus new metal completely changed what alternative as far as a format was and it nearly destroyed the format it nearly destroyed like people's earbuds everywhere because oh, like stop. just because you don't like drums i mean because if you don't like it that's fine it's but it's horrendous bands like corn limp biscuits papa roach system of a down all the things that you absolutely love i would rather light myself on fire but, but these are all bands most of them are still doing stuff 
Limp Biscuit, not really. System of a Down, they fucking hate each other, but that's a different story. But uh, <laughs> I didn't also, know that. Oh yeah. Do they old. hate each other as much as I hate them? Yes. Okay. Probably wow. Okay, more. I kind of respect that. Probably a lot more. <laughs> Probably more. <laughs> But uh, also in the 2000s, uh, it was the years of early American Idol, when American Idol was actually good, and you actually knew the people that were on it, uh, but you had Kelly Clarkson. I mean, she had a pretty good career. Still has, I guess, if you want to She's got a talk show. On. I'd say Kelly Clarkson's still doing okay. Yeah, she's doing fine. Um, Carrie Underwood, too. Yep. So, I mean, you had names that actually went on to do something. Like, tell me who won American Idol in the past 10 years. I'm literally Exactly. Because nobody fucking cares about American Idol anymore. But early American Idol was a big thing. Hip-hop completely changed. It was completely revolutionized by the Southern Crunk sound with Lil Jon. Lil Jon was on everything. Get Low was one of the biggest songs of all time for that entire decade. So... You know, not bad there, but also some of the most iconic hip-hop albums uh, also came out then with uh, records and singles from Jay-Z, from 50 Cent, from Kanye West. Uh, the Neptunes and Timbaland basically produced everything in the 2000s um, and also kind of crossed into that pop world. You had T-Pain bringing auto-tune to the world and completely revolutionizing how songs are recorded and produced. Um, even though I, and like, he was a little bit different with how he did things. I think things. what I'm learning here is that I just viewed the 2000s as an extremely low point for rock music. Well, like I like pop and hip hop and like all of that. But stuff, like, but like new metal, like new metal was me. New metal was huge, but emo, also emo think, was great. But, but like, think I, about alternative well, music too. Alternative had some iconic bands that came out in the early 2000s. You had yeah, The Killers. Yeah. You had Death Cab for Cutie. You had The White Stripes. I just which think the new metal huge. is such a black mark on my mind. That that's like all I associate with but it. But that, that's why I'm arguing all, all the rest of it. Okay. Yes, it was huge, but I mean, technically... It was you could, diverse. Yes, like, I Lincoln, will give you that. Linkin Park was technically new metal when they came out. So, I mean, it was I a mean, wide range of things. I love early Linkin Park. Like, I'm not even going to say that that you was great. You can not like, like a no, genre. That's no fun. No disrespect to, like, Chester. I don't like country music. I don't like Dolly Parton. Like, but it's part of the argument. So, Ugh. there's that. But, you know, alternative... Really, you have a really hard time selling me on the merits of new metal. Oh, stop it. What's it's influenced by new metal now? What is, what's, what is a that? A lot of bands. A lot of bands now would cite bands like Linkin Park or Linkin Park, Korn. yes, but like I don't think I've really heard anyone go like, you know what really changed my life and like influenced the entire outcome of my career? Limp Biscuit. Like, give me a break. I mean, again, you want to talk about maybe my the issue timeline. is more so with just Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it a hundred percent is because you look at some metal bands and like they will definitely cite bands no. like System of a Down. Like Avatar, like would slight oh, system brother. of a down. Okay. Like, like, but this is a genre that you would, you just a hundred percent will not get on board with. You would agree that I am right, though. Like they would be I, in the yes, same. Yes, I would agree that you're you right. Cannot like I'm not them. That's agreeing different. that they're good. But whatever, we'll, we'll get away from new metal. We'll go okay. back to to pop. All right. Uh, solo career for Justin Timberlake ended yeah. up being pretty good. Uh, artists fine. like uh, Lady Gaga, Beyonce started her solo stuff. Okay. Uh, the world gave us Coldplay, gave us the Jonas Brothers, gave us Drake, gave us early Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, some of the most uh, successful crossover from hip hop into pop came from Eminem, who 
was also named Artist of the Decade by Billboard Music. Uh, and the year 2000 also gave us Hybrid Theory from Lincoln Park, which is arguably one of the greatest albums of all time. So that just gets into the artists and the genre. I just, I, maybe, may, I don't know if it's like I am like one of those people that's more so like things were better before or whatever, with the exception of like women's rights and <laughs> people of color, but like. <laughs> Music, I don't, I just don't think that we, like, really killed the game in that, like, era. I think we did. Those are some pretty big fucking names. I mean, yeah, there's some big names, I mean, but, like, who I do you I just think? mentioned Taylor Swift. Okay, but, like, 50 years from now, like, let's put, let's put the same amount of distance between 2000s and... Okay, so in uh, 2050. In 2050, so 30 years from now, who do you think our kids are going to be, like... You know, you don't think that our kids are going to discover Linkin Park or Taylor Swift or anything in the hip hop world like Drake? Yeah, I, I mean, they're not like, going to go back to you know the early sounds of Jay Z and Fifty Cent. But like, and are Nas. Our kids, are we still going to be talking about Nickelback thirty years from now? Are we still really going to be talking about like? System no. of a Down 30 years from now or Slipknot 30 years from now. Like, I mean, if our maybe. kids are listening to Slipknot 30 years from now, they're like the weird kids that nobody wants to sit with at lunch. Like, let's be real. I mean, think about it this way, though. Like, we're now 30 years removed from the 90s and people are still listening to Nirvana, still listening to everything grunge related. Yeah, but like name a metal band from the '90s that really like Pantera. stood the test of. Oh Jesus, this is. I, what, I what are you, hate what are you trying doing to do? the music like, episodes with you. But, I hate doing them. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like we don't know yet. But there's a good I chance that people will. I have a hard time. I have a hard time that I think there's that a our bigger kids list are going to come and be like, you know, those guys that wore those like effed up masks on stage. There was the dude that like. Could pounded the barrel or whatever the keg. hell it is keg i don't i don't see that it's and if that possible. happens i'm worried about them so like <laughs> but you could have said that you know you could have said that in 2000 when people if, were looking back at music from the 70s there are I, there are way more failed bands that don't stand the test of time than there are successful ones Artists like Taylor Swift, artists like Eminem, Beyonce. I don't have as many to offer from that area, era. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. Like, it's hard. And it is hard for us to say. Like, I, I bet that, because I think there are, like, sleeper hits from every, like, era, too, that It'll maybe happen. weren't super popular at the time, but then people rediscovered, like, years down the road. But, like, But I think I, that that option is going to be a little easier to do because of what my second point is I haven't even got to my second point yet but my second point is everything to do with just how the industry had to redefine itself because after everything happened with file sharing and Napster the control started to go back towards the labels and the artists things like iTunes it was everything that led up to streaming services like Spotify uh, I do everything agree in that that that's realm. really great. Like, I do agree that the, the power should have gone back to the artists, like, way before all of that happened, but, like... Yeah, but music was able to travel so much easier. That's why we had so much more of it and so many, like, one-hit wonders or anything like I that. I will argue, too, that, like, music now, I mean, still takes a certain level of skill, but not the same amount of skill that producing music during the 1970s took. 
when you had to do everything by yeah. hand. It's it's just it's not it's, it's not different. as good. Like people aren't like they don't have to put as much work into it as they did back in the day. No. They also didn't have to you also don't really I mean, I guess there's a case against this too, but like how much harder was it to like get yourself heard in the 1970s? Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. I mean, it was more difficult, which is why so, like, the, the bands that the, got heard exactly what you were going to say, crop, the cream like of the, the cream of the crap. Like you cream really rises had to, to try. The top. Like and that's that's how it was and that's why those bands have been able to stand the test of time because like a lot of the other bands just didn't make it. And there are plenty of, that, of bands that don't make it. There are, again, there are far more that don't make it than do. Mm-hmm. But when you look at today's time and even when you go back into the 2000s, there are a lot more artists that were able to create and share their music and have it heard more than you know, in, in different countries all around the world, more than just, you know, in their small little community because of how the industry changed with things like iTunes and with the invention of, you know, the iPod and being able to take digital music and be able to listen to it that way. I think way. that that's fantastic. Fan- I'm having a hard time talking today. <laughs> I think that it's fantastic for, like, diversity of sound. I don't know if that's fantastic for quality. You, do you not. know what I mean? It's like- not. But you're exposed to a lot more. And, again, the cream will rise to the top. It's the same way that, that things work with radio. Like, we have... It, it's broken down into new music like semi new music that you know were hits that people still want to hear and then your entire gold library of songs that have stood the test of time that rank anywhere you know just speaking for alternative right now can rank for some stations from the 80s all the way through you know about what 2015 2016 Mm -hmm. so you have bands like imagine dragons right now and it's like they haven't they've been around for what 10 years yeah so you know but they're one of the biggest bands in alternative same with like 21 pilots who haven't been around even as long as that but we don't know if those songs are going to be the ones that stand the test of time 30 years from now just like people didn't know if nirvana was going to stick stick around for 30 years but it was at its time the biggest of the big you know so yeah so it's hard to be able to you know say like you know like this is going to stand the test of time more than this because it depends on how the industry goes it depends on how we consume music and it also depends on the shape of the world moving forward like right now there's a huge resurgence of people that are listening to things like Rage Against the Machine and Public Enemy yeah which I think that's great but like we didn't have like what came out of the early 2000s that has that same message the message is it was different you, mes- you had the message was dumber <laughs> like the message wasn't dumber it was just different <laughs> it's watching music evolve throughout the years when you look at especially like with hip-hop I- the 2000s went from the you know the you know gangster rap era and the East versus West era from the 80s into the 90s, and then the 2000s became the era of, you know, Jay Z with, you know, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, and you had, you know, you had Puff Daddy with, you know, his 
like everything's flashy. Look how much money I have, and then yeah, it transitioned the back into were fifty like cent. Great for evolution. I just don't like. Again, I'm not arguing that there are merits, and I'm not arguing that there was like uh, this incredible change that happened in the interest industry, that happened in music, that happened in genres. Like, I just don't know. I, I think it was. I think the early 2000s were great for change. I don't know if they were great for quality. Get to your last point. Let's just move on. No, fuck it. The nostalgia part is it's <laughs> it's the same conversation that we're having yeah. right now is you like you're just not going to get on board with with any of that. So it don't fucking matter. Feels bad. I am Phil's mad. Like legitimately mad, not just play mad. Phil's mad, mad. I am mad. Like you can't you can't tell me that something that's that was written in the 2000s or even something written right now just because it doesn't right have... Right now, I think that there's a lot to be written about that's very similar to what was written about in the 1970s. Like, we've been going through some very similar stuff, and I'm sure that there will be some music that comes out of right now that's very, like... But, that's in the same vein. Like, we're going to have the resurgence of protest the, songs and stuff like yes, that. But, but like, that's not the point that I'm trying to make, because you can you can take something from right now if you want to take like taylor swift uh-huh okay think of all the hits that she has and think about the songs that are probably going to stand the test of time okay the okay? man which came out this year very different than you belong with me which yes. came out in the early 2000s which one's going to be some, heard 30 years from now i would say the man i would not say you belong with me i i would 100% disagree with that or uh what was uh, you need to calm down. No, completely gone from pop radio. Not nobody plays it anymore. I again, a very politically driven song has a message. Was well done, but it's not going to stand the test of time I versus am something else. I'm standing by my point that the early 2000s were great for evolution. I'm not going to argue that. I think that they were fantastic in that it brought a lot of significant needed change in the industry and in music as a whole. I think that quality, though, that's a different conversation. I'll say this. If you're a time traveler (laughs) and you want to weigh in... Please. please tell us. And even if you're not a time traveler, please <laughs> yeah, weigh, weigh in. in. We you can find us at Three Rings Pod. That's T H R E E Rings Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please rate, review us, download us, share us with your friends. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. We'd love it if you'd left us a five star review and shared with your friends. You can also find us on uh, Spotify. Pretty much anywhere podcasts are. Yep. We are there. Until then, we will see you all next week when maybe I will actually be able to do the intro <laughs> i'm just not gonna I'm let not you know i'm not holding my breath <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna give you the option i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna practice it in my head between now and next week practice it out loud because that's where you think fumbled. in my head is a fir- good first step no practice out loud i don't want to be in my car being like just oh no talking I to yourself again. <laughs> i couldn't even come up with a pretend one jesus christ i gotta practice in my head first no, you need to practice out loud. <laughs> you have I, it in your head. I don't even head. know what to say. Uh, you asked me to do it and I don't. Hey, is all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> hey. Go home. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to another weekly episode of the Three Rings Podcast. We'll be back next week with another new argument. In the meantime, follow us on all social media platforms at Three Rings Pod. Join in the argument and tell us who's right, who's wrong, or why you have the right answer. Whatever. Just tell us stuff. 